At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, forward limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is our number two of the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. In 15 minutes, we're going to be going down to the Rampart. That's where we find Dwayne Colucci. He does a great job as the race and sportsbook director over there. We're going to get his thoughts on the Stanley Cup. We're going to take a little bit of a look forward to what we're going to be getting in Game 6 and potentially a Game 7. So we're going to have a great time chatting with Dwayne there. And we're going to be taking a look at what we're going to be getting in Sunday's, I guess you call it slate on the diamond as well. So we're going to have some fun there. And if you're taking a look at the games right now, they're going down. Not a lot of scoring currently in these West Coast games. Top of the third in Los Angeles with the Angels currently trailing the Seattle Mariners by a count of one to zero. And Mariners have at this point had a hundred million billion chances to be able to score. And right now the only thing that they've been able to scratch across is a Julio Rodriguez home run. Phillies and Padres. This is currently 0-0 zero to zero in the bottom of the third. Padres have a man on looking to be able to answer there. And top of the fourth has started in Arizona. It is currently 0-0 zero to zero out there. The Tigers haven't been able to put up three hits, but haven't been able to put up any runs to this point. And it's not very surprising considering the Detroit Tigers averaging between 2.2 and 2.3 runs per game in their road games thus far this season. So we are going to be taking a look at what we're getting out there. But a game that wanted wrapping up, wrapping up Within the last hour or so is Braves versus Dodgers. The Dodgers, they wind up falling by kind of 5-3, to three, and now they're going to be looking for a bounce back on Sunday Night Baseball. We're going to be diving into this, 9:53, 9:54 with the LA Dodgers throwing out their Tony Gonsolin and Spencer Strider going to be on the bump for Atlanta. This is relatively close to a pick'em game. You're finding the Dodgers in a lot of places a slight favorite, anywhere between minus 107 and... Minus 115. Meanwhile, if you're looking at Atlanta, you're going to be finding them as bad as a minus 110, as good as a plus 105 with a total of 8.5 in this game. And when it comes to what I'm going to be writing up for DK Nation, I'm going to be taking a look at the LA Dodgers. I was one to lay a little bit north of minus 130 on them because Tony Gonsolin has been absolutely incredible for this LA Dodgers team thus far this season. And the big reason why he's been able to elevate his performance has been the walks last year. 5.5 walks per nine innings. So while he was pitching relatively solid, he didn't wind up having a heightened DRA or anything like that. Just a case in which he could not wind up lending a lot of length in general. This year, he's able to do a much better job as he has went at least six innings and now seven out of his last eight starts. And the big reason why, in his last seven starts, a combined eight walks. So 
He has been able to do a solid job there. And then you've got on the flip side, Spencer Strider of the Atlanta Braves, who wanted to begin the season out there in the bullpen. Now he's become a starter, and he has not been the same since coming out of the bullpen. He had a 2.22 ERA in relief as a starter. That is ballooned to a 4.63, and it's a big case in which teams are able to now see him a second and third time through the order, and he has been having a little bit of a tough time with what Tony Gonsolin wound up having a tough time with a few seasons ago, walks. His walks per nine rate, currently right around a 4.2. That is not necessarily what you're looking for if you're a fan of the Atlanta Braves. And with the Braves, it has been a case in which they've been dealing with some injuries and they've really been able to get some good production with the guys that have been hurt. Like Ozzy Albies is going to be out for quite a while. You've been able to have Orlando Arcia be able to step up. He and Michael Harris, they're both hitting above a 300. And you do take a look at this LA Dodgers bunch. They're currently number one in the big leagues in terms of runs per game, in terms of runs scored on the road. They're averaging right around 5.2 per contest. The only team that's averaging more is the San Diego Padres. And Padres have some very weird home and road splits. But I do think that this is going to be a Dodgers team that they are going to be able to get to Spencer Strider. And I do think that those walks are going to be able to help them out now. With Atlanta, they have been dealing with the injury to Mookie Betts. That is no doubt wound up putting them behind the eight ball just a little bit. But even with Betts out of the fold, you've still got Trey Turner. And you've still got also at the top of the fold another guy who's hitting above a 300 for this team. Freddie Freeman. How can I forget the guy that's coming back from Atlanta? He's already got a few home runs this week as well. So he's been able to do a solid job of being able to provide a lot at the top of the fold. You've got Chris Taylor, who's been able to hit right around 250 for this bunch as well. So you got a lot of guys out there in this Atlanta, or this LA Dodgers lineup in general that have been able to do a solid job being able to reach base. And then for the Atlanta Braves, you do have the boom squad of this team. You've got someone like an Austin Riley. He's able to give you 18 home runs. You've certainly been able to get double-digit amount of bombs out of someone like a Marcel Ozuna throwing their teams. He's Swanson and Swanson's been hitting a 300. And if you take a look at players in terms of war, He's been one of the best out there in baseball. And both of these teams, they back up their starters with relatively solid bullpen pitching. And for the Dodgers, it's been guys that you typically wouldn't expect doing a good job out there in the bullpen. Like Yancey Almonte has a sub-2 ERA. Evan Phillips has a 2 ERA. Meanwhile, Bruce Sarter, Gradrell, along with Craig Kimbrell, both of these guys have north of a 3-5 ERA for the Atlanta Braves. Maybe deal with an injury to Tyler Mazik, but A.J. Minter has really been able to step up for this team. Jackson Stevens has seen a little bit of regression. Will Smith, Darren O'Day, those are veterans that they do give you a little bit of pause, but I do think that this is a Dodgers team that they're going to have by far the best starter going in this game, and you got to feel like Tony Gonsolin, if he's able to have a good start here, he could be one of those betting favorites when it comes to odds be able to win the Cy Young. He currently at 9-0 is the leader in wins in the National League. Now, obviously, that's become a little bit of an archaic set, but buck 50-80 ERA. You do have a little bit of caution that he's been a little bit worse on the road than at home. But by worse, I mean he's posting up right around a 231 ERA on the road compared to a sub-1 ERA at home. So this is a spot in which I'm going to be taking a look at the LA Dodgers. And I do think that it's going to be a relatively well-pitched game. I know that when it comes to prior time games, the ball's been flying a little bit more. But I don't think that there's any sort of a conspiracy going on here. So my total at 8.3. So I'm going to be taking a look at the under end. My DK Nation pick is going to be on the Dodgers being able to cover that money line. And when it comes to the New York Mets and the Miami Marlins, this is going to be the early game of the day. Peacock has been doing the thing where they wind up having a game that pretty much is on when you wind up waking up if you're out here on the West Coast. As you're finding that at 951-952 on the betting board with Dan Castano getting the start for the Miami Marlins. And then for the New York Metropolitans, it's going to be David Peterson. Great name, by the way, as you're right now finding this total right around at eight and a half in a lot of spots. And with the Miami Marlins, you're going to be able to get a nice plus price on them. Anywhere between about a plus 125 to a plus 130. And when it comes to the Mets, finding them in the neighborhood about a minus 140 to a minus 145. And if you're able to get up to a plus 130, I would say that this is worth a play on the Miami Marlins. The Miami Marlins offense does leave a little bit of something to be desired, but you have been able to have guys be able to get on base for you. Garrett Cooper has been hitting above a 300. You've got a little bit of power with Ore, with Ore Soler, coupled with what you've been able to get out of Jazz Shizzle. Both of these guys have been able to give you a double-digit amount of homers. So 
maybe they would do a nice job there. You do need a little bit more out of some of these star guys, like a Brian David Cruz has not been able to reach base for the team. Jacob Sellings has had a little bit of a tough time as well. And then for the New York Mets, it's been a case where this has been the top lineup out there in the big leagues in terms of batting average. You've just got so many guys, typically seven out of your nine, hitting at least a 245 for the team. Eduardo Escobar has had a little bit of a tough go of it this season, but even with his little bit of a rough ride, he has been still able to provide the team with a lot of production. He wound up having a cycle when it was all said and done in a game in San Diego about two weeks ago. And then on top of that, you've been able to have a lot of guys like a Starling Marte, Pete Alonso be able to get on base. And with Alonso, I believe that the two home runs they wound up hitting on Saturday made him the National League leader with 22 bombs thus far this season. And with both of these bullpens, they both do wind up having some of their shortfalls, but they are out there in Miami as well. Very pitcher-friendly ballpark. Hard to be able to get cheap home runs out there for the Miami Marlins. Lewis said, and I'm not even kidding when I wind up saying this, he wound up beginning the month of June with a 1-1-2 ERA. His ERA is now north of 6. So that is a big, giant issue. And then you take a look at the New York Mets and Jason Shreve has been posting up north of a 5 ERA. You just expect a little bit more out of Seth Lugo. He's been posting up an ERA that is hovering right around a 3-5. And, oh boy, I'm going to need to halt this for a second because it appears as though Bryce Harper got a hit by a pitch by Blake Snell and just left the game. That's not great right there. So, just wanted to give you guys a little bit of a heads up there. As Bryce Harper, he is not on the game. If you're taking a look at this live, we're going to pull up a live number for you guys as... Right now, the Philadelphia Phillies are plus 105 on the live line. The San Diego Padres, they're minus 135. This is the top of the 4-0-0. Man on first out for the Philadelphia Phillies. And Bryce Harper, it looked like he got hit on his hand. So do note that because that is a big deal. He has been dealing with a little bit of an injury, which is why he's been DHing throughout much of this season. And it almost looked like it wound up hitting the bat end. He... I was trying to make sure that the bat did not wind up ricocheting, wind up hitting him in the head or anything like that. It did not, so we are good there. But yeah, that is not a good look there. If you're a Phillies ticket holder, if you're a fan of the Philadelphia Phillies, or anything of that nature. So wanted to pass that along right there. But with that said, getting back to the Miami Marlins bullpen, Anthony Bass has been able to do a solid job, but you don't have a lot of guys doing much else with regards to this team. And for David Peterson... He's been able to do a nice job of being able to keep things out in front of him. He gives up right around three walks per nine innings. Nothing exceptional, nothing terrible. He's always been a little bit better at home than he has been on the road. The home and road splits about last year, 2021 season. They were much more demonstrative than they were this season. So that's been something that he's been able to work on a little bit. He's given up just three home runs and a little bit over 45 innings thus far this season. So I do think that he's going to be able to deliver a relatively solid start in this case. And when it comes to Dan Cassano, he wound up having a big time issue with his walks with the 2020-2021 season. Saw a little bit of a cup of coffee up there at the big league level. Thus far, he's went 14 in the third innings. He's given up three walks this season. If you take a look at what he wound up doing at the minor league level, he was much more respectable. So I do think that the Mets should be a little bit of a favorite with the way that their offense is a little bit superior to that of the Miami Marlins. But with that said, if you're able to get a plus 130 or greater, I think that you've got a little bit of value here with the Miami Marlins at an 8.5. In I'm going to be taking a look at an under as well. And coming up next, we're going to be going out to the rampart, talking to Dwayne Colucci, racing sportsbook director over there, about game six of the Stanley Cup final right here on VEASAN, Esports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every Every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Welcome back. This segment of the Greg Peterson Experience is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Have you been looking for the right opportunity to be able to switch up your nicotine? Well, there's a 10-day challenge to give you a fresh start, helping you walk away from ashtrays, spit cups, and vapes. It's called the Zen 10 Challenge. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free and spit-free nicotine alternative, and they're available in 10 strengths and er, two strengths and 10 varieties. The Zen 10 Challenge is a risk-free way to be able to try Zen Nicotine Pouches, and if you don't enjoy your experience with Zen after 10 days, you'll get your money back. Head on over to zin.com slash 10. And that is the word 10 spelled out. So that is zin.com slash 10. Take the Zin 10 challenge. Warning, this is a product that contains nicotine. Nicotine, it is an addictive chemical. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience with myself, Greg Peterson. And it is a just great time of year in general when it comes to the NHL. As game six of the Stanley Cup final. That is going to be going down this weekend. It has been a great series thus far, and a man that he absolutely appreciates the NHL. That'd be Dwayne Colucci. He does a great job over there as the race and sportsbook director over there at the Rampart. You're able to catch him on Twitter at NYBookieDwayne. And Dwayne, it is great to have you aboard tonight. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Greg. A real pleasure to join you. And as always, uh, I'm really enjoying the NHL uh, Stanley Cup Finals, as you uh, definitely mentioned. Yep, and it is going to be so interesting to see what we wind up getting in Game 6 because I think there's a lot of people. I counted the lightning out going into Game 5. Now we've got a relative pick game here for Game 6 because it wound up opening up with the lightning being a very slight favorite. Now we're finding in a lot of places the Colorado Avalanche a very slight favorite. I think that you guys over there at the South Point somewhere between like minus 113 or minus 115, which I'm pretty much finding market-wide. What have you been noticing with regards to the action that you've been taking really in this game and for the entirety of the series? Because it feels like it's been very good two-sided action, and it's been really a case of do you want to trust in the Colorado Avalanche, that team that they have been just so close so many times but unable to break through, or do you want to go with the two-time champions with all that experience with the Lightning? Well, I have to say, Greg, we did uh, pretty well the last two games. I'll be honest with you. A lot of, uh, you know, lightning faders, like you said, in the last game. And, you know, it was a fabulous game. I'll be honest with you. But we closed the game uh, at 190 Colorado at the Rampart and South Point. And now at this game, you know, we're seeing Colorado a slight favorite, like you said, minus 113 plus 103 on the uh, dog side, Colorado the favorite, total of six. Uh, you know, under is naturally favored the minus 120 as it has been in the last few games. It's been uh, a more tight checking and definitely closer competition. And last game was definitely a, a true testament. Andre Vasilevsky once again, plot with the key goal and uh, Tampa, the same old story. I mean, you think Colorado really could have put them away. And I think most of the public and even myself felt that they had the upper hand. Uh, Tampa Bay, once again, time and time again, and without Braden Point, I must stress this, and a banged-up Anthony Sorelli, and all of a sudden, Hedman is right back in the action, and, you know, Kucherov and Stamkos, and it's just going to be a fabulous turnout to this series, and the handle has been off the hook, Greg, I have to say, and definitely pleasing from a bookmaker's standpoint, and we've seen early Colorado action in this upcoming matchup, but I think it's definitely going to come back to the Tampa side. I think there's a lot of Tampa Bay backers, especially the sharper betters that are waiting for their opportunities. And I, I have to say, I slipped up from my handicapping perspective because I really have a lot on the avalanche, uh, you know, in personal wagers, Greg, on the futures. And I should have definitely taken that 170 the other night, but I thought it was going to be difficult with all the injuries, the block shots that Tampa Bay sacrificed themselves. But they didn't do that in this last game. They were able to control the tempo and it seemed that they had the upper hand even on the uh you know visiting ice yep and that has been something that's been really big throughout the postseason in general as well the win that the lightning was able to get on the road that's been a little bit of a rarity this season and do you remember a nhl stanley cup playoff that in general has seen so many home teams be so dominant this year because typically when i take a look at the nhl i gauge it a little bit differently then Major League Baseball, then college basketball, go down the list of sports because typically home ice doesn't mean as much as, say, home field in football, for instance. But this year, it has meant a ton to be able to have home ice. 
Yeah, definitely. You saw that in earlier matchups. Carolina and the Rangers comes to mind. And definitely the Avalanche dominated against Edmonton. You saw that home ice was uh, definitely a, a major factor. But last year, you go back, Greg, and it was in the bubble. So it, it was a weird situation. You had the Canadian teams playing in Canada. You had also the Eastern Conference teams basically staying on the East. And then you had that switch up when Montreal had to play Vegas. And you're going back and forth across the country. So it's very interesting the way the NHL plays out. I will say home ice was very relevant up until the last game where you saw Tampa Bay, who time and time again showed that they can win on the road. And as long as they stay out of the penalty box, they're definitely a major factor. But if Colorado creates those power play opportunities, uh, they have a fabulous power play. And that's when you start to see Tampa Bay fall back uh, around Vasilevsky and have some trouble. But but that last game was definitely a true testament. Like I keep saying, I can't believe how well they came out on the road in Colorado, backs against the wall, you know, 3-1 advantage. Colorado took advantage of some lackadaisical play in Tampa, but they weren't able to capitalize. So, yeah, the home ice was real important up until this last game, Greg. And now we're going to see if the Avalanche are able to win on the road. I definitely think they're capable. I mean, you see the first few games they were able to swing the momentum. Uh, McKinnon has to play just a little better. He played great in the last game, but he has to step it up, uh, you know, similar to that game in Tampa. And definitely McCarr, he's a factor. And if they could put it all together, I think they could definitely win this series and close it out in Tampa Bay. Yep, and what I think is also very interesting about this game as well, I'm not sure if you feel the same way, but I sort of correlate the side and the total because with Andre Vasilevsky and all that he's been able to do, I think that if you like the Lightning, you're probably going to be banking on a little bit of a lower-scoring game, especially with Braden Point dealing with Ailman. Looks like he's most likely going to be a little bit more of a game-time decision for this game as he's missed just so much of the series in general. But I take a look at Andre Vasilevsky. The way that he was able to play in Game 5 really was big for the Lightning, to say the least. And I think that if the Colorado Avalanche are able to get a couple goals early, that would throw the Lightning completely out of sorts. Could wind up turning things a little bit more haywire. I'm not sure if you feel the way that I do, but I think that the Lightning, if you like them, it's probably going to be a little bit lower scoring. And if you like the Avalanche, you're probably banking on a few more goals. Yeah, definitely, Greg. And you have to anticipate they you know, won 40 out of 74 face-offs the other night. And Tampa Bay has to continue to do that. And also, when you're facing elimination, keep in mind, if the Colorado Avalanche, like you said, get an early lead and it gets late in the game and you have a lead, then you pull the goaltender a little earlier if you're Tampa Bay because you're facing elimination. And then you're looking at an over possibility because of the empty net. Uh, Tampa Bay played their style of hockey in the last game and that definitely is against what the Avalanche want to do. You saw some great play by Belmar and some of the other defensemen. Anthony Sorelli definitely stepped up. Even only in 12 minutes of ice time, he was able to establish himself. Kucherov was monstrous. He scored again. And, you know, even if they have to shoot him up, anytime Palat plays uh, at a high level, that's another minus against Colorado. So I agree with you. You know, if Sergachev imposes his will and Hedman continues to play like he did in those last three or four games, he suddenly reappeared. And the guy played, what, 26 minutes the other night, Greg? So they have to establish themselves defensively, like you said, and it will be more of a low-scoring uh, low game if Tampa Bay has the momentum. But if the Colorado Avalanche get that early lead, like you said, and they establish, then you're going to pull the goaltender because you're facing elimination, and then you're looking at an over. I think that Colorado is going to have that advantage late, but I still think it could be an under game. I think it's going to be real close going down the stretch, and Colorado's really going to have to play well to win in Tampa Bay once again. I mean, keep that in mind. You're looking at winning one out of three games, and they already lost one, and now you're facing a two-time defending champion. Huh. Sometimes you start second-guessing yourself. So I think definitely Bednar has to have a great game plan because Cooper knows what to do at home, and they love thriving at Amelie Arena. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, kind of an under game if Tampa Bay has the momentum, but it could still be under if Colorado has a 2-1 slight lead going down the stretch. Yep, and with the Colorado Avalanche as well, it's been a team that I'm sure that they've heard it time and time again 
When is that cup going to be coming? When are they going to be able to break through? They are one game away, and I'm sure that the fans are letting them know. You guys are one game away. When is that cup going to be coming? Is it going to be game six? Is it going to be game seven? And if they can't do it in either game, boy, they're going to be facing a long offseason. But it is always great to be able to talk hockey with you, Dwayne. Thank you so much for joining me right here on the show. Thanks, Craig. I appreciate it. And have a great night. And let's win some money. Uh, I'm going with the Avalanche. Dwayne, one of the most friendly men out there in Las Vegas. And it's going to be an exciting game six. And coming up next, it's going to be an exciting day on the Diamond on Sunday. We're going to be taking a look at that right here on VEASAN Esports Banking Network. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Ice cold beers and cold hard cash. Join in on the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. You're able to compete in 20 free to play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to be able to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply 21 years or over. See DraftKings.com for details. And as always, please do drink responsibly as it is a Greg Peterson experience right here on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. And while we were talking to Dwayne, who does an amazing job over there at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook, we'll talk a little game six with him as going to be coming up in the NHL. Saw a little bit of scoring with these late MOB games, and the Seattle Mariners, they're making like your buddy at the bar right now, and they can't close as they have now stranded seven men on base in the first four innings. Their lone run has come off of a Julio Rodriguez home run. It is one-to-one at Shoyo Otani, the equalizer. He winds up going deep for the LA Angels. If you're looking at this live line, you were finding it at a six and a half a little bit earlier. And right now, I believe that you're now finding it more around about a six-ish in a few spots as well as the Mariners. They once again wound up having a man on third. And once again, they were unable to come through. It's still a six and a half, but now the overjuice is finding itself a little bit more hefty as well. Meanwhile, with the Philadelphia Phillies and the San Diego Padres, Phillies have been able to put up a pair of runs and they've got a man in scoring position as it is now two to zero in favor of them. Please do note, Bryce Harper, he wound up getting hit by a pitch. He wound up leaving this game a little bit earlier. And the Arizona Diamondbacks, they're up 3-1 to one on the Detroit Tigers. That live number currently sitting at a 7.5. And if you're looking at the Arizona Diamondbacks, you have to lay a minus 550 on their live money line. So that's what we've got going on right now with regards to these baseball games. So we're going to keep you guys abreast as to what's all going on there. And we're going to be taking a look at a little bit more of the Sunday card as well. We wound up hitting upon two of the bigger games in the Dodgers and the Braves and the Astros and the Yankees already. How about if we wind up taking a look at one that is going to be involving two teams that if the season ended today, they'd be in the postseason, but one team that you probably don't want to be trusting in their starter. That would be 975, 976 on the betting board. Actually, I don't know if you want to trust in either of these starters at this point as Jose Berrios. He is going to be going for the Toronto Blue Jays and... Chichi Gonzalez is on the bump for the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers are finding themselves anywhere between about a plus 125 to a plus 137 underdog. Meanwhile, with the Jays, it's anywhere between minus 137 and a minus 150 with a total of 9.5. They're so trusting in Chichi Gonzalez. Now, interesting note about Chichi Gonzalez. He wanted to make a start for the Minnesota Twins earlier this season north of the border against Serrano. And the Minnesota Twins wanted winning that start it wasn't necessarily thanks to Chichi Gonzalez, so he went three innings and he wound up giving up three runs. So, I mean, I can't really say that Chichi Gonzalez was the reason why they wound up winning that game, but I guess if you want to dive into it, teams that Chichi Gonzalez has started for against the Toronto Blue Jays are 1-0 this season, but eh, it's not necessarily so great. He's made three starts thus far this season. His first start with the Milwaukee Brewers, he gave up three runs over the course of four innings against the St. Louis Cardinals. The good news with Chichi Gonzalez, he's giving up less than one walk per nine innings. That's really the only good thing that I can find to be able to throw out there for Chichi Gonzalez. Meanwhile, for Jose Barrios, there's not a lot of good with him either. He's got a 5'11 ERA, and 
Well, he's been getting shelled this far this season. His home runs per nine rate is right in the neighborhood about 1.8. His walks per nine is actually relatively low. He's actually done a solid job here. Right around 2.2, 2.3 walks per nine innings, but swings and misses are down, and he's always had some relatively demonstrative home and road splits going back to his time with the Minnesota Twins. A 670 road ERA in eight starts thus far this season with 10 bombs given up in 41 and two-thirds innings. So that is far from terrific. And when it comes to the Milwaukee Brewers, you don't necessarily have the lineup that is the most trustworthy in the world, Mark Brasso. He wound up returning to the fold on Saturday. That should be able to help them out a little bit. But with the Brewers, you also did wind up having to utilize Josh Hader along with Devin Williams in the win on Saturday as well. And Hader for 20 pitches. So... That's a little bit of a big deal because you always want to be tracking, in my opinion, bullpen usage when it comes to a lot of these games. And for the Toronto Blue Jays, well, they didn't wind up getting anything whatsoever out of Yusei Kikuchi. So they want to be utilizing more of the long guys. And they aren't necessarily the guys that you're going to be looking to in a pressure spot. So that actually didn't wind up hurting them. The fact that Yusei Kikuchi wound up giving a, we're going to call it what it is, pretty bad start. As Speaking of someone that is giving a relatively decent start, he wound up getting just taken deep in this one as it does appear as though Kurt Suzuki just wound up hitting a home run for the LA Angels. That puts him up by kind of two to one. But getting back to the Blue Jays and the Milwaukee Brewers, just a case of which you've got Willie Adams having you 15 home runs as far this season, but 210 batting average for him. Hunter Renfro has been a little bit banged up for the team and for the Blue Jays. They have a deal with an injury throughout the series to George Springer, but still got Flyer Guerrero Jr. giving you 17 home runs. Teoscar Hernandez was... Injured to begin the season. Ever since he has come back, he has been actually very good for this team as he has been hitting right around 320 over the last 30 days for this bunch. And I didn't mind saying my total higher in this one. Jose Barrios has been absolutely terrible. And you've got Chichi Gonzalez for the Milwaukee Brewers. And that means that you're probably going to be looking to more of the long guys like a Trevor Kelly is probably going to be seeing some innings. John Del Gustave just wanted coming off the injured list. I'll tell you right now, being... Someone that grew up in the state of Wisconsin, you don't really want too much of a part of Trevor Kelly and John Del Gustave. So I'm willing to lay up to about a minus 145 here with the Blue Jays. So we're going to be taking a look at that with the total of nine and a half. I'm willing to go over at a 10. I would start to consider it under, but that's said, This is a circumstance in which I will be taking a look at this nine and a half over. And we don't have any numbers on this game, but I just want to give some initial sh- thoughts because this is going to be announced after we wind up seeing this Detroit Tigers and Arizona Diamondbacks game. But there's a lot of speculation as to who the Arizona Diamondbacks are going to be throwing out there. And I'm going to refresh my Twitter right now on this, just so that way I'm able to give you guys the most up-to-date information. But a few hours ago, and really the last few days in general, there's been a lot of speculation that Dallas Keuchel, yes, Dallas Keuchel, a guy that I'm sure that many of you guys listening to me right now and watching me, made a lot of money fading earlier this season. We might get another shot to be able to fade him as he wound up having a 780 ERA and eight starts with the Chicago White Sox. He wound up getting signed by the Arizona Diamondbacks. And well, he was not good with the White Sox while he was pitching at like the lowest level possible that he could for the Arizona Diamondbacks. He was getting shelled there. He was giving up five blocks per nine innings while not being a strikeout guy, while giving up hard contact. I mean, you just take a look at every single split, and it's like bad, 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 really bad, absolutely awful. Why are you on a big league mound? Bad, bad, bad. So you've got him going out there, and then Bo Brisky is going to be going for the Detroit Tigers, and this could be a very good spot for an over because you've got trends of so much unders with the Detroit Tigers and the Arizona Diamondbacks, and thus far, it's actually playing out to form. If you're taking a look at this Saturday game right now, it is now 3-3 three to three with the Detroit Tigers and the Arizona Diamondbacks. All of a sudden, you actually have been seeing a little bit of a barrage of runs with the Detroit Tigers, a team that entered into this night, hitting right around 63 to 64% of their games to the, to the under with the Arizona Diamondbacks in their first 37 home games of the season. 11 wound up going over, so that is by far the highest home under rate out there in the big leagues, but I'd be willing to set a total of Bo Brisky versus... Dallas Keiko more around a 10 if we do wind up getting it because with Bo Brisky with the Detroit Tigers, he's actually been really, really lucky to not be posting up an ERA that is well north of five because 
He's been giving up right around two home runs per nine innings. He's someone that has been registering right around six strikeouts per nine innings, and yet he gives out right around 2.7 walks per nine innings. He really doesn't do anything great. He has been an escape artist all season long. He's got bad home and road splits, whereas ERA is well north of a five as well. So initial thoughts here, if we do wind up getting Dallas Keuchel against Bo Brisky in Tigers versus Diamondbacks, unless if they wind up shooting out something north of double digits, by that I mean north of 10, I'd be taking a look at an over personally on that one. So it's going to be very fascinating to see what we wind up getting there. And we're going to start this one and we're going to be picking it up on the other side. Boston Red Sox and Cleveland Guardians will give you a little bit of something here. As this is one of the tighter lines that we're going to be seeing for Sunday as it's going to be Rich Hill is going to be going for the Red Sox. And then for the Cleveland Guardians, it is going to be Aaron Zavalli. And right now it is the Red Sox, a very slight favorite. Anywhere between minus 107 and minus 115. Meanwhile, with the Guardians, find them right around even money to a minus 105 with a total of 9.5. And, and for Aaron Zavalli, he's been having a really bad season and he's sort of paying for his sins of last season, he wound up having a 12-5 and record with an ERA that was hovering right around 5 and him giving up nearly 2 home runs per 9 innings last season. Thus far this season, he has not been so lucky and he's going to be going up against the oldest active starting pitcher out there in the big leagues in Rich Hill who has actually been able to do a much better job with this command. Swing and miss stuff is a little bit down, but he has been able to do a nice job giving up right around 2.3 walks for nine innings. I'll expand a little bit more on this game on the other side as I do think that it is one of intrigue as we're going to be continuing to take a look at the baseball betting card for this Sunday on the other side right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare good sleep should come naturally and with the new natural hybrid mattress it can a collaboration between award-winning mattress brand lisa and home design favorite west elm the natural hybrid is the culmination of these two companies shared values premium materials meticulous craftsmanship and sustainable practices made with natural latex responsibly sourced natural wool and environmentally safe foams the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For just $19, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today and you'll be able to get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily best bets in the MLB. You're also getting NFL preseason coverage and premium articles in golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bet email, every single edition of Point Spread Weekly, these far betting tools, and live video streaming, the cost is just $19 to be a subscriber now through July 31st. That is at VSIN.com slash summer to be able to subscribe as it is a great Peterson experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And coming up, 9 o'clock p.m. Pacific time, Midnight Eastern. We're going to have Mike Palm joining the show. He does an absolutely terrific job. Host these show odds on there. You're able to find on the network every Monday through Friday with Amal Shell. And he also does an absolutely incredible job when it comes to just everything that you've got out where I'm sitting right now at Circa. And we're going to be chatting with him about the big time contest that we're going to be seeing. They've got the Survivor contest that is going to be going on along with the Circa Sports Millions, as that is going to be having a just massive prize pool this year. They've guaranteed $6 million in each one of them. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about if there's any quirks with regards to this year's contest as well, anything that's wound up changing. So be on the lookout for that because 
Well, things are starting to wind down with regards to the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. The NBA postseason, that is now coming once. So now you've got baseball to bet on. I know that there are quite a few people that do a great job of handicapping the WNBA as well. So got to give a little bit of a shout out there. But things are getting a little bit more slim and we're starting to get ready for football. So got to get you guys all set there. But got to get you guys all set for a great day on the ball diamond on Sunday as well. We were leaving off talking about this Boston Red Sox and Cleveland Guardians team. And I do think that with Boston, you've got to just love the fearsome threesome that you've got with this team. That would be J.D. Martinez, Xander Bogarts, Rafael Devers, all these guys hitting at least a 320. And now you've got Jaron Duran, who wound up getting called up to the big leagues. He's been hitting right around 275, 280 for this bunch. And Boston, after they wound up having, we're going to call it what it is, a really bad start to the year. I think that they wound up getting down 10 games below 500. This is all of a sudden a team that has been really resurgent. I believe 40 and 31 or 40 and 32 entering into Sunday. So they certainly have been able to do their part. And for Cleveland, the big issue that you've got with this team is that they don't necessarily have a lot of firepower with regards to being able to go deep. That's a big reason why they've been costed in so many games thus far this season. And with Cleveland Guardians, it's just a little bit befuddling as to their home and road splits because at home, they just have not really been able to drive the ball on the road. This has been a real machine when it comes to offense as they at home are averaging right around 4.7 runs per game and 4.5 runs per game on the road. So the actual runs themselves, they've been a little bit better at home. But what I'm talking about is the home run ball as on the road, the Cleveland Guardians have been able to do a good job of being able to drive it out at home. This is a Cleveland Guardians team that they're averaging 0.55 home runs per game compared to a full one on the road. So they're getting, and I'm not even kidding here, almost double the amount of home runs on the road than they are at home, which that I just find to be a little bit strange. And a big reason why is that you just don't have anyone other than Jose Ramirez who's really going deep for this team. Jose Ramirez, 16 home runs, north of 60 RBI. This guy's been absolutely magnificent for the team. And behind him, you do have guys that are able to get on base. Steven Kwan, Andres Jimenez. You're able to throw in there someone like an Oscar Gonzalez, Josh Naylor. All these guys have at least a 340 on base. And for Gonzalez, he's hitting a 314. Richie Palaceros, he's been able to hit it right around 290 for this team. Amid Rosario is hitting at 275. So you've got these guys that are consistently getting on base. None of these guys, other than Ramirez, is able to go deep, though. And for Boston, you've got Rafael Devers, who's been able to do a good job of going yard thus far this season. You take a look at the bunch as a whole, and you do need a little bit more from the bottom of the lineup. Whenever Christian Vasquez is out, Kevin Ploiecki has not been able to do a solid job of being able to get on base. Jackie Bradley Jr., we just know that this guy is out there for his glove and his glove only, but you do need a little bit more out of Trevor Story as well. Big offseason signing is only hanging at 224, but with the Red Sox, they've been able to shape up a little bit more in terms of their bullpen. When they wanted moving Garrett Woodlock from the bullpen to the starting rotation, now ironically enough to the injured list, it did wind up taking a little bit of a drop-off, but Tanner Houck has been able to really find his form. Matt Stramon's been a little bit up and down this season, but been very impressed by John Schreiber. He's been able to do a solid job being able to give you a sub-2 ERA. And for the Cleveland Guardians, Emmanuel Classe has been just absolutely tremendous as a reliever for this team all season long. But on top of that, you've got guys that are able to give them the ball as well. They did wind up using up Anya De Los Santos on Saturday, someone that has been posting up right around a 3 ERA thus far this season. But... Eli Morgan and Sam Hentages, these are a pair of guys that we're going to call it what it is. They were failures as starting pitchers, but going into the bullpen, they've been able to do a very solid job for this team. And with the Boston Red Sox, I do think that you've got a little bit of a leg up in terms of starting pitching with Aaron Savali, giving up really a little bit of everything north of a 7 ERA. And with Savali, he's actually been seeing a little bit of an uptick with regards to his strikeout stuff. They wound up having right around 7 strikeouts per 9 innings last season. This year, it's been right around 9 and. The advanced numbers show that he has been getting a little bit unlucky this season, but he got very lucky, in my opinion, last season as well. So I do think that it's starting to iron out a little bit more. I don't think that when it's all said and done, he's going to be staring at right around a 70 or A as his fielding independent is right around two points lower. But still, this has been a guy that has always been a little bit more pitch to contact. Right now, he's given up right around 11 hits per nine innings. Opponents are at 291 off of him. And I do think that that is still going to be his MO moving forward as his walks are also up a little bit as well. So I do like the Boston Red Sox in this spot. I was willing to make them a minus 127 personally. And here at a nine and a half, I would start to take a look at an under if you're seeing a nine because we've seen 
the subtle wind up shooting up a little bit. It started out at nine. We're still seeing quite a few nines out there. If you still have a nine, I would rather have a nine over before a nine and a half under. But if you do wind up reaching the nine and a half, that's really the point at which I would start to be able to take a look at this little under. How about if we wind up going out to the Bay Area of San Francisco as we've got 957, 958, the Giants. They're going to be playing us to the Cincinnati Reds. And unbeknownst to many of us, this team has come in on the Cincinnati Reds. They started out a plus 145 underdog. Now you're finding them as low as a plus 130 in some spots. San Francisco opened up at DraftKings at a minus 170. They're now down to a minus 150 at DraftKings and in other spots. Finding them even closer to like a minus 140 to a minus 145. So very intriguing circumstance here. And the total is eight. And I think that a part of the reason why we've seen all this team come in on the Cincinnati Reds is that Tyler Molly is actually a significantly better pitcher on the road than he is at home. He is also a guy that gives you a little bit over 10 punch outs per nine innings. But you take a look at Tyler Molly last two seasons. He has been posting up an ERA that is about two points lower on the road than it is at home. And he's been giving up. I kid you not, right around 60 to 65% fewer home runs when he's on the road rather than at home. I have no idea how. I have no idea why, but he's got some of the weirdest splits ever. Now, he does pitch at Great American Ballpark for his home games, and that's part of the reason why, because it is a little bit of a bandbox. But take a look at Anthony DiSclafani, who's going to be getting the start for the Giants. And I do think that he is going to be able to rein it in a little bit more after his first start in quite a while. Did not wind up going his way against the Atlanta Braves. Now, he wound up posting up a sub-3 ERA in games that he did not wind up starting against the LA Dodgers. You'll notice last season, he wound up being a, a like 240, 250 ERA guy against everyone, and then against the Dodgers in like five starts. It was like a north of a six. So whenever he was able to avoid the LA Dodgers, he was able to do a relatively solid job there. And for his career, Anthony DiScalfani has always been a relatively good control guy and someone that gives you right around eight and a half strikeouts for nine innings. So that is something that is a positive, the negative. He does wind up giving up some hard contact throughout his career. 1.3 home runs per nine innings. Thus far this season, he's given up four bombs in 16 and a third innings. And this is a red team that they've been able to supply some of those home runs. But I think that it's very important to take a look at the home run road splits of the Cincinnati Reds. As this is a red team that they are getting double the amount of home runs at home rather than on the road because they do play in a very hitter-friendly environment. Meanwhile, San Francisco, it is a very pitcher-friendly environment. But even with that, the San Francisco Giants have not allowed that to deter them from scoring runs at home. They get right around 4.8 runs per game when they are at home. And for the Cincinnati Reds, it's a very stark contrast. As they're getting right around 5.5 runs per game at home. 3.1 on the road. The only team that has a bigger home and road discrepancy That'd be the Colorado Rockies. And the Colorado Rockies, they play at elevation. And on top of that, with the Cincinnati Reds, but it's also not working in their advantage. And the reason why I don't understand the seam coming in, this Reds bullpen is absolutely terrible. They have a 529 bullpen ERA. No other team is higher than a 475. The San Francisco Giants have seen a little bit of drop-off in terms of their bullpen ERA as well. Last year, they were the only team with a sub-3 bullpen ERA this far this season. They're 18th in the league. 406 ERA. I think that a big reason why is because you do wind up losing Buster Posey from a season ago, and that has really derailed them a little bit. You can tell that they've had a little bit of a tough time being able to change it over to guys like Kirk Caselli. Whenever he's been out there, Joey Bart, though, he has been banged up and just in the minor leagues in general throughout much of the season. But I do think that this is a San Francisco Giants team with the way that they platoon just so well. And you've got so many guys like Jack Peterson, Thario Estrada, and company being able to get on that they should be able to win this game by multiple runs, and now might not even need to pay as much to be able to just take the money line itself. So I'm going to be taking a look at the San Francisco Giants. Only question for me, money line or run line. And the only question for me is being able to join in on the Sports Millions or Survivor with regards to everything that Circa is going to be offering. And Mike Palm is going to be talking about that next right here on VEASAN, Esports Banking Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.